Hey guys. Welcome back to Mummy on Mummy. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about creative subjects, side hustles, and starting your own business. Exciting. <laughs> okay, so I think we should start with a little bit of a background in what we do, what we have done, and how we've got to where we are now. Is in, not in like, how we've got to where we are now, is in like how we've started, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Um, I mean, in the last episode, we spoke about what I used to do. Uh, obviously, I don't do it anymore, but I think maybe we should start with... Go check out that episode if you haven't listened to it. Yeah, it's the one before this one. Stripping. Stripping. <laughs> let's talk about mummy today. We talked about puppy last time. Let's talk about mummy yeah. and what you do. What is your creative outlet? What do you do in your spare time? Like, on the podcast, we talk a lot, but what do you do? Tell them. They want to know. That sounds a little bit threatening. Wow. Tell us. <laughs> um, basically, so I wanted to talk a little bit in this podcast about what I do. Um, and like, because I feel like a lot of lesbians are in the creative world. That's right. I feel like a lot of us are creative. Maybe they're just the ones I surround myself by and have met because I'm creative. I've met, I don't know, I've met plenty of academic. Lesbians. Yeah, maybe I just don't talk to academic people that much and I'm yeah. in the creative world. But um, yeah, so in terms of, I have just come from drama school. So I'm an actor, and I say in quotation marks, and I'm about to go into that. So I feel like a lot of people that go into acting, um, music, uh, dance, we, like, envision what we want to do so young, and, like, all our dreams and ambitions. And I feel like when you go into drama school, you're always thinking... People always say to you, you need to have a side hustle. You need to do something else. You need to put your energy and your passion elsewhere. Right. Um... Because you won't always get jobs. And in your head, you're always thinking, no, that won't be me. Right. I'm the best. That won't be me. And mm-hmm. I know everyone's thinking that. Everyone will say they're not, but everyone <laughs> is thinking, that won't be me. I'll get my job. Just you wait. Yeah, it's First man- week. It's manifestation, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to manifest it. You've got to believe to achieve, right? Exactly. You've got to manifest, but you've got to, be, you've got to face reality at some point. Okay. Like, I know some people that have left drama school three years ago. They yeah. haven't... Oh, have I got something in my hair? No, no, sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> um, they have left drama school three years ago. They've never worked another job. They're scraping the barrel because they think, no, no, soon my career is going to hit off. And I think that's amazing. You've got to keep determined and passionate whatever you're doing, if it's music, dance, acting. Uh-huh. But I feel like today I want to kind of shed light on you have to have your side hustle. So, so you came to the realisation that what they said was true. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I've only left drama school, what, a month? Mm. two months three months mm-hmm. but I've I've had an agent for a while and I've done my auditions for a while mm. and I feel like you you know but yeah, when I first yeah. got a rejection for quite a big part it hit me so hard because in my head all I'd imagined was I would be the one that came out and got a job straight away I would be the one that did it I'd be the one that proved it wrong mm-hmm. when really you've got a manifest but you've also but you got were, but you were top of the class though right you would often do better than your peers you can't really say that because but, it's subjective you, it's subjective but when it comes to your performances and your grades you always got top marks did you not yeah I always got top marks I guess so it it's easy for you to think that you're gonna get your first job it's easy like for me that. to have an ego that needs to be broken yeah yes so really I, I wouldn't beat yourself up about it because I'm not being funny but like it's when you go to school and you get straight A stars 
everyone assumes that person is going to go to uh, Oxford University and become some uh, a brain surgeon or something, right? Mm. But it doesn't always turn out that yeah. way. So and on top of the class, you constantly get told, "Oh my god, yeah, you're so amazing!" Like, yeah, exactly. you're going to do so well. Like, it's not your fault. So you when you get a rejection, it does hit hard because it it's does. your ego. And I feel like I've lost my ego to admit that I had an ego. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I feel like it comes down to so many things. Like, it comes down to your look. Like, I've been rejected because of height, uh-huh. skin colour, features, mm-hmm. accent. Like, there are so many things that, like, you don't make... You're not the vision they had for that character. It's okay. not just based on that. So, instead of going off the idea that it was a rejection, could we not change that word to, to something else? Because, technically, it's not a rejection. They're not rejecting you, but that just wasn't the what they were going for. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, you can't change your, you can't change your height. You can't change. Okay, maybe you could dye your hair, but that's the about, that's about, that's about it. But they won't waste their money on hair dye unless you're top top. Right. Already known. But what I'm trying to say is, is that I've only learned how to do that by having a side hustle and no longer mm. viewing it as my. Because imagine if you've got this dream job, and you apply for every single every single one of your dream jobs, and you get rejected every single time. And people are like, that's normal. That's But it's not normal in any other industry apart from creative industries. Mm. And we have to have such a thicker skin, people that are in a creative industry, because we have to experience that rejection that not many people actually go through. And mm. it's hard to say... It's so easy, sorry, to say, don't take it personally, but you do. Like, I've thought about the way I look, my hair colour, mm-hmm. um, what I can change, how I can look more interesting, how I can look more unique, mm-hmm. whether I, I look too unique and I need to look more cha- plain Jane. Like, do you okay. know what I mean? It's all consuming. Understood. Um, I definitely relate. Definitely. Um, when you have your mindset on one career, one job, one passion, and you get rejected, mm. you go into this sort of meltdown of doubt. Yeah. Um, obviously, as you know, my dream job was to be in the army. Um, mm. Because a few years ago, um, I mean, I'd, I'd always wanted to join the army. Trust me. But a few years ago, um, they just allowed women on the front line. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a front line. I didn't want to, um, you know, like work somewhere. I wanted to be on the front line with a gun. <laughs> I wanted to be on top of a tank or some shit yeah. like that, right? In the action. In the action. <laughs> I didn't want to just have to do something else. But then as I applied and I thought, yeah, this is a bit of me. This is my dream. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um I realized that I actually have this medical condition which makes me um banned from joining the army and I mean you, you... You basically quit six form as well for it, right? I dropped out of my A-levels, yeah. I smashed my GCSEs and I did. I got, like, you know, really good grades. Mm. Started my A-levels, so smashing my A-levels, apart from sociology. <laughs> flopping that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I left, I, I left ditch school for it and I thought, mm, I'm just going to run off to the army. And then the army, uh, well, before they rejected me, I actually Googled yeah. before I had my medical. So I never actually got to my medical, but I, Google told me first that I would not be able to join so I didn't actually get the rejection I stopped myself before I could get the rejection but I still it was still rejection because before I'd even spoke to the had the medical you know right so I just uh, I went into depression for a while and then that was a meltdown and then I had to channel in to side hustles and creative outlets and that is how I'm 
doing fine. Doing fine now. Doing fine, yes. Yeah. So, and I think it's so easy with what I do as well to go down a similar path of a depression. Yeah. Because it's like it's like applying for something and being rejected 30, 100 times mm. before something comes through. And I feel like someone said to me, they're like, the, the moment you like get a job, not make it, but you you know, you get that first job mm-hmm. is when you suddenly view acting or dance, whatever it is, as your passion rather than your job. Because mm. you go into that room thinking, I want to be here because I love it, not because if I don't get this job, I have no money, I have no self-esteem, and you're handing all your self-worth into the power of someone else that's basically going to decide whether you get that job based off your hair colour and your eye colour and your height and mm. your weight, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think... I've actually learned that really quickly. I mean, that's an interesting point. Um, making it a, a passion in your head, like mentally turning it into a passion rather than just a job. Acting is my passion now, mm-hmm. so I'm mentally sane. Because if everything else was just a side job until I make it, ev- imagine the pressure. Mm. Every time that audition comes through, the pressure, that every time pressure. you walk in the room. Like, if you just say to people, oh, that's my job, but acting's my passion... Mm. then they, they just don't bat an eyelid. They just think you're a, another person just goes stage school. Right. Rather than someone that's dedicated and only, like, you know... Right, exactly. Five years to doing it. But ever since you've sort of made that that change then, that change in your, um, let's say, how you view it, what has kind of... What have you brought into your creative outlet then? What has made you see it more as a passion how have you made that transition then from it being oh yeah this is my career this is my job I need to focus on getting jobs the pressure's on pressure's on what has taken the pressure off do you think that you've been distracted because uh, ever since you've left uni you, you've been busy like you've moved in with me and like yeah you know we've been you know obviously our relationship's been like going to new heights and we've been like kind of trapped in our own little world so to speak yeah we have um do you think (laughs) maybe that has taken the pressure off or do you think other things um i think obviously when you when we moved in together it's like a 24 7 not supporting it that sounds really toxic but i like to see myself as that for you yeah i'd like you to know that i am nothing feels as deep with you Mm. nothing hits as hard when when you're alone you can spiral I'm not someone that spirals either. Like, I've never experienced mm. depression. I wouldn't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. You can easily... Like, if I, if you're in the shower and you've had some bad news, you're going to be thinking about that bad news. You might feel like you're in a film and a tear rolls down your cheek while you're in the shower. <laughs> but when I live in with you, you're going to jump in that shower, annoy me, and, uh, like... Keep you distracted. Keep me distracted, you yeah. know? So... I'd like, I'd like you to know that I... You don't have... To, it's not toxic to say I'm your 24-hour support unit. Like... I, I can be that, you know, like, I am that, if you need me to be that. Yeah. I don't want you to think that, like, it's toxic to say that it's not. Right. Because that's what being in a relationship sort of is, is that having your sure. person. So, besides moving in then, you've obviously worked, like, little side jobs. Mm. I haven't necessarily enjoyed one of them. <laughs> How is that going for you um i think like it's been really healthy having a job that's not creative at all a bit like i can imagine if you want to be a doctor really badly i can imagine it's really healthy to have a creative subject that stimulates the other side of your mind on the side Mm. that you just do every saturday or whatever Mm -hmm. the same as someone that's creative i think it's also good to have a job that's for me really physical 
um, it like uses my mind and my body all round, all round rather than one side in a different way as well like it's just completely different it's so logical and being an actor and yeah. a creative person it's so not logical really it's all react like illusion so that's been nice and it's been a distraction um, and I have goals for that so that puts less pressure on my goals for acting and also our business like negotiation Negotiation time. And doing yeah. this podcast. Mummy, oh mummy, yeah. You know what they say, um, one side of your brain is creative and one side is academic. And I can yeah. imagine if you're constantly trying to do something academic, you're going to feel, not unbalanced, but one of your one side of your brain is going to be overworked, so to speak. Yeah. So well, it's yeah, good to unbalanced. have that switch. Totally. Um, and to exercise other parts of your mind mm-hmm. as well. I saw this TikTok and it was like, it was this like glow-in-the-dark horse and it was like, if you're academic, you see the horse moving forward. And if you're a creative person, you see the horse moving backwards. And I saw the horse, like, galloping backwards. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm creative. <laughs> but the amount of people in the comments were like, great, um, saw it moving forward, saw it moving back. It's fascinating how people have such different minds and how they think. Right. But I, I'm sure the most balanced people must exercise both parts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I suppose there'd be some people that look at that TikTok and one time they see it coming forward and the yeah, next time they look they see it going back. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it's... It'd be interesting. I don't know why I didn't show it to you. Cause it'd... it'd be interesting to see which way yeah, I Yeah, because you're very academic, but you're also... Very creative. Very creative. I mean, for me, um, obviously I have like my retail day job that is not academically stimulating whatsoever. Mm. And it makes me realise I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um... A tip, I think, would be for anyone that is creative and wants to live a creative life and have a creative career, work a really fucking boring job. Work a really just non-stimulating job. Because then, you will, when you come home from work, instead of going to sleep and being comfortable with your job and being happy with your job, you'll, fight, you'll go home and you'll grind and you'll do something else and you'll hustle and you'll find uh, another creative outlet that can... Yeah make you money on the side and hopefully become your full-time thing but then I also find that worrying like I totally hear what you're saying yeah but in terms of so I know friends that say nothing will make me happy only acting I can do anything else Mm. I'd be depressed if I did anything else it's like but hun what if you don't Mm. I hate to be the negative Nancy but what if you don't get that job are yeah. we just going to live in this state of limbo like not feeling happy or satisfied so I don't love my job at all. And yeah. I don't think I'll ever love a job because I get bored so easily. Yeah. I'm in my own little world, my own little fairyland anyway most of the time, so I can't do anything right because I'm daydreaming all the time. But <laughs> coming home and doing that negotiation is my creative thing. You, do you know what I mean? So, And it's fun because you're not alone on that journey. As an actress, that is a very lonely, lonely journey. It's so very... if I didn't have negotiation and acting was my creative thing, yeah. and that wasn't being fulfilled, and my job wasn't fulfilling me, then where am I being fulfilled? Right, apart from in your relationship with me. I yeah. Was, <laughs> I thought, personally, I thought that was quite fulfilling, but <laughs> clearly not. Apart from in a relationship, but something about in a relationship, are they? But I like that, though, because it means that you can have your solo journey with yeah. your acting, and you can do that at your own pace, there's no pressure. But when we're home together and we both came home from our boring jobs, we grind on negotiation time, mummy on mummy, making podcasts, just doing... We're doing this for fun, you know. We're not doing this because the pressure's on to pay rent. Clout. 
We don't want clout. Why say it so weird? That's, why we, that's why we actually don't post our face because yeah. we actually don't want clout. <laughs> no, exactly. We just enjoy doing it. We just enjoy talking on the mic and just sort of talking about topics that need to be spoken about. You know, there's a few like lesbian podcasts out there, but why not make another? There isn't enough. Yeah. There isn't enough lesbian content. And I think that's why we products. have that. Products, content, everything. Like, we're pretty, we're pretty new. Not new, because lesbians have been since the beginning of time. But I would say we're the most open generation that has been so far, really. So far. For sure, uh, with the generation. So, like, that, it's our time. Like, yeah, well, it's a generation that owns OnlyFans and, you know, runs all that stuff. Like, yeah, like we can talk about masturbation freely. Like, I'd have never heard my mum talk about masturbation. I mean, some people might be lucky to have really open mums um, that showed them yeah. what a vibrator was, but I didn't have a mum like that. Yeah. You know? And I think it's so. Im- I mean, I didn't even have fucking YouTubers back when I was a kid. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't have, like, as many people willing to talk about subjects like this. I think it's so vital. Right. I think the young generation don't realise how lucky they are to have, to have uh-huh. always have, not a friend, but someone they can relate to or listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just by, like, on Googling. The, I mean, back in the day, like, when the internet wasn't really a thing, you, it would only be who you know. It yeah. wouldn't be, like, what you knew, it would be who you knew. Yeah. But now, you can know someone on the other side of the world. You can yeah. instantly message them if you find their account. And you, they've got a similar story to you, and you're like, fuck. There's, yeah, yeah there's, there's chat forums and blogs, and yep. there's online chat support groups for, like, different groups of people. Like, there's just so many opportunities for, like, self-education and just yeah. you know, being free and being open. So. Definitely. So that's why we're doing this. Because we want more of it. But I think all what I was trying to say is that if you're someone that is not feeling fulfilled in your creative subject or not feeling fulfilled in your job, make a side hustle. Like, do a podcast. Create a small business. Make a YouTube. Make a YouTube. I know it's, like, kind of frowned upon sometimes because people just think, like... I know it's still a bit of, like, a butt-of-the-joke sort of thing to make a YouTube, I noticed, but... Um, it's a butt-of-the-joke till you're making it, and it's a butt-of-the-joke till you're you're, right. ma- you're making money, and you're doing something that you love doing, but I think you've got to do something that you love. Otherwise, this fucking world is so boring. That's what I've learned recently. Yeah, have fun. Life is so boring. I know, so I say, oh, my God, I'd love to do YouTube. Just do it. Do it. Girl. Go get that camera, go do it. Do it. Do I'd love to do OnlyFans. Do it. But what you need to do like, is learn how to have zero expectations. Yeah. Like what we said in a previous podcast have zero expectations so if you want to start youtube start it but don't expect to have two million subscribers in a year because you probably won't do it for the right reasons do it for the right reasons and which is why i think negotiation has done well for us because we made it because we wanted to make it because there was no lesbian car games and we wanted one for ourselves pretty much we made one and we thought shit this is actually really good yeah let's make it into something and guys, it's nearly sold out in a month, by the way. Yeah, and we had zero expectations. Zero. zero. And then we posted a TikTok, and people were like, it where can up. I buy it? <laughs> na, 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 na. Yes. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, the support just came. We didn't yeah. beg for You know, like, our account, our negotiation account, it literally had 200 followers um, at the start. Like, And then it just grew. Now, yeah, it's like, still small, but like, it's What like, are we at now? Like, well, it gets me emotional. How many followers are you getting? Like 2.5k now on there? I think so. It's crazy. Like, it's been a month and we nearly sold out. And this was just, like, a passion. But now this is sort of getting a bit serious. I won't lie to you guys. <laughs> it's getting very Jesus. serious. And yeah, like, it's getting very businessy. Oh. And, but we're having fun. And, like, 
I don't, I've always wanted to go down the entrepreneurial route. I had a clothing line before this, still have it, just taken a break. Um, I've always wanted to have my own business and kind of go down this business line, but you know, mummy, she probably never would have thought that this would have been her thing like a few months ago. <laughs> but now look, she's, right, <laughs> and now she's discovered this side to herself that she didn't even know she had in her, and she's really good at like running this company, you know, like and being my partner and you know, doing the businessy side, like, she's learning so much, and, like, she didn't need to go to school to do it either, you know mm. what I mean, she didn't need to, well, I'm saying she, but I'm talking to you, you didn't need to go to school, you didn't need a grade for it, you literally have just decided to get passionate about something you were passionate about, and we've brought it to life, and now we're doing it, and it's doing really well, and we can be proud of ourselves for that, because there was no pressure. That's why we've done so well. There was no pressure. There was no expectations. Do you know what I thought? We didn't tell anyone. I thought it was going to take us two years to sell our whole batch. And we've nearly sold out the whole batch in a month. So that just goes to show sometimes when you have the expectations, better will come out of it. I think it was hard for mummy because I think she did have expectations. She was like, oh yeah, like we're going to sell out. <laughs> she low-key, she'll tell you she didn't think that, but I know she did. Um, so dream world. <laughs> I was just kind of putting out there that, oh no, I reckon this could take a while to get off the floor. Business isn't easy. Business is hard. I know I've already had a clothing line and I've made mistakes with it, like marketing mistakes, but I've came back with all the knowledge that I had previously. Uh, I came back with improvements. I went back harder with it. And um, yeah, it's good. I'm not going to lie to you, like, the lesbian community has been so supportive. Our page, mm. all of our followers, if you follow in negotiation time, mommy, mommy, like, we actually appreciate you so much because you've been the motivation. Oh, God, it's going to get me emotional. I'm actually getting emotional. No, she's getting emotional, so I'll just, I'll talk for a moment. Um, <laughs> when we come from home, home from work and we see DMs saying oh, we love the look of this, do you ship to here? And it's like a country that... Yeah, you we just didn't, can't believe it, like... We've had so many international orders to, like, different countries, and it's like, you know, a few weeks ago, they probably didn't know that we existed. Now, like, we're sort of making a name for lesbians who want more content and more products, and... and it's small, but it will grow. It's like. gr- what do you mean? It is growing so yeah. fast. I think it's like... To be honest, I would say for me, it's actually been, I probably don't deep it, like a bit of a saviour, because I think my self-esteem would be so low coming out of drama school. Oh my God, I'm getting sad. Oh God. Coming out of drama school and feeling like there's nowhere to like put my energy into because the acting don't is so hard. <laughs> but like this has given me so much like of a purpose and I love it. And I love like when people DM us and like... Comment and comment, like, comment on my TikToks. So and and mm-hmm. if you have got a queer business, like tag us or like DM us it because I understand how much it. it means now. Like I've done it and I'm I'm doing it. And okay. I saw this like video and it was like um, when a small business gets um, a sale compared to like a big retail yeah. business, and yeah. they were like yeah, like behind the desk. And it's so true. Like you put so much energy into it. Like, I think people think it's probably really easy. Oh, a card game. But it's taken us hours oh, to, to make, make it, to, make to it. sort out shipping, to sort out packaging. Manufacturing, sort... everything. Oh, it's taken so long. To... But I'm stressing okay, but about then taxes. Again, <laughs> but then again, though, um, it, it, it has been a blessing, though, because, because we've worked together and it's been a passion rather than a pressure. 
Yeah, well, it's caused a few rows. It's caused a few rows, but minor bickers, though, in terms <laughs> of, like, business, because, you know, business will always bring trouble. Yeah. Um, it's, we've had each other, and it hasn't been lonely. It's been fun. It's been a passion. And now the reward is, because we've treated it as a passion and not as a pressure, we're getting back what we put in and we're getting followers and we're getting we're growing our brand and we're growing our content so we can do more for for the lesbians for the lesers you know because that's what it's for it's for the lesers um and we're okay being small to begin with i think because we put no pressure on ourselves so my advice would be don't put pressure like you always say don't have expectations because every little thing you achieve feels like oh we just did that rather than fuck what's the next thing yes like we never we never have expectations. It's always a pleasant surprise. And if we stay how we are right now, beautiful. And if we grow, even better. But there's no... It just feels good. But guys, just so you know, if you have ordered negotiation time, we have probably praised your name. Like, when we get that order in, we do... We see your name and we... We, sh- we shout like, you out. Let's make like, up a name because <laughs> you can't say the stage protection. But like, um, fucking... Crystal meth. I don't, why did the crystal? Why the fuck did that come to your head? Let's <laughs> say it's crystal meth. Hold on, I don't know why that came to our head. We don't do crystal meth. We don't have any crystal meth. We've got no I've ties. I've never done crystal We've meth. We've got no ties to any crystal meth farmers. Please <laughs> disregard what she just said. I right. think of a last name. I don't want to. Why say... did that come to your head? I don't girl? know. I was trying to think of a name that is not a name. Crystal Brown. So we see Crystal Brown come up, and what do we do when we see Crystal we go, Brown? Yes, Crystal, you know what it is. That's you're gonna what we do. love it, Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we see what country you're from. We think, wow, like mm-hmm. our product got to there. Like it's it got that far. Like people and, saw it there. And I think so many brands go tag us. Like, let me see what you're doing. And I think sometimes it comes from like a promotion place. Tag us because we want to see our product. Like. It's our baby at the end of the day. We made it and we feel proud of it. And we want to see mm. where it is and who it's with. It's like handing over a little baby. Like, obviously yeah. not as deep. But... <laughs> I don't know why I agreed with you. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is like, we fucking made it. And I'm like, take it, Crystal Meth, and have fun with it. Like, <laughs> I want to see Crystal use it. And I want to yeah. see her have fun with it. Yeah. Not just for, like media purposes okay it's not we just want to know that you guys enjoy what we made and we want improvements so we can come back bigger and better if yeah maybe you don't like it as much as but i know you're gonna love it we know you're gonna love it and we've already guys we've already got another game on the way um Mm -hmm. because we've do you know what where this has turned into um a passion it has turned into some sort of little pressure because we want to keep this going yeah we want to keep this fire alive and we want and we've already had some people's input of have you done your taxes and we're like fuck is it that serious they're like yeah and it's like oh but then people just try and scare us and to be honest i'm not you know like we'll learn as we go along it's a journey it's a journey it is a journey i just don't want to be put in prison because boy we We won't be put no you will not because we'll be put in prison together we've only got like one women's prison in the whole uk maybe like two or three max (laughs) we'll end up sending negotiations to them exactly (laughs) (laughs) like guys guys listen Listen. Are you bored in your gym Jen, cell? Jen, Jen. <laughs> the TikTok. Do you need someone to entertain yourself? Have you tried negotiation? <laughs> Play it with your roomie. <laughs> Play it with your partner. Play it with your friends. Play it in the canteen. Play it on the basketball court. <laughs> Do you need a date idea in prison? We've got just the thing. Negotiation time. <laughs> and it won't get banned by the guards. They won't confiscate it. 
Unlike TikTok. Like, <laughs> yes. you know, have yes. been burned a few times. We- Titties and vaginas shouldn't be sexualised, TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's another point actually, I actually want to talk about. A lot of our TikToks have actually been taken oh, down. Homophobic, sorry. <laughs> A lot, of t- a lot of our TikToks have been taken down because our box obviously has tits, ass and a dildo on it, which I totally get, like, take it down. TikTok is a children's app. But then we've made TikToks where we haven't included the box and it's still been taken down mm-hmm. because a lot of the TikToks, I include the word lesbian. And I don't know if that automatically flags something, but um, I don't think it's fair to open TikTok and see 15-year-olds twerking and their TikToks stay up, but ours gets taken okay. down. Um, it's not fair. No, and I'm sorry. Was there not a trend where those girls leaned up against the door and that red light came and they saw them? <laughs> they saw their new silhouette. I mean, go girl, like you look fucking insane. But don't not ban her TikTok, but ban mine because mine has a like a cartoon titty picture in it. But like I said, we didn't even put that in there. No. We started taking it out. We started doing. We have sexual questions in there, guys. Like about our eating. Awesome. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Because like, I'm scared I'll get banned, but you know what? We do our own thing here. Yeah. Um, what other sexual ones have we got? I mean, we've got fucking those. How do you like your clip being played with? We've got okay, loads so- of sexual ones. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, we included on TikTok, the non-sexual ones. We included such PG ones. What do you think about the person sitting to your right? And they're yeah. like, ban! I'm sorry. Look at banning us. It's Why? like, like... Mammy would show like a bit of her leg in at the TikTok. When I say a bit of her leg, I mean, I mean her calf. Sexy leg, but I mean her calf. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's not even a bit of her calf, and it would somehow get a taken bit of my down. fucking toe. I mean, I didn't realize I had such sexual toes, but apparently I do. It probably wasn't for that. <laughs> I mean, I can show my titties on one of them, but <laughs> yeah, but you covered your nipple. Okay, anyway, whatever. Anyway, whatever. it winds me up. It winds me up. We too. don't need TikTok because we have you guys, our customers, and our supporters, and our listeners, and you guys are what keeps it alive at the end of the but day. But if you want to, you know, tell TikTok to fuck off, then please do that. Please do because it's fucking annoying. Because I think it might be slightly homophobic. I mean, if we're wrong, no, and it can't I'm, be. Just because. Why does it? Why assumed, Do you know what? Go on, guys. Go on. Let's put no. it to the test. Let's not put lesbian in it and see if it gets taken down. No, we don't put lesbian in it, but then lesbians won't see it, and then we it doesn't. Tickle. Hashtag lesbian at the bottom, but no lesbian in the video. But I'm saying, what if the hashtags are what flagging it? Of what's flagging it? What I no, I don't think it's homophobic. Listen, I don't think it's homophobic because you go on. But it's sexualising us. You go on lesbian TikTok and you see plenty of lesbian sort of doing these sexual sort of TikTok. Lesbian TikTok's a big place, isn't it? Mm. Let's be honest. There's so many hashtags, so many different categories in there. I see lots of sexual stuff. I see lots of inappropriate stuff that depicts sexual acts. I see things that would actually go against community guidelines. It doesn't really get taken down. And if it does, how would I know if it's been taken down? Like, I see it on my feed, but how do I know it wasn't taken down an hour later? That's true. So, like, maybe I'm thinking... But all those oh, red silhouettes, were they taken down? No, no, they weren't. They no. weren't. I'm but sorry, then... they weren't. I think it's also because we're a small business. No, because I've just turned our business, our account into a business account, which I didn't even know you could do, and they've they've allowed us to. But if I find out that we're getting taken down because someone else keeps reporting us, I will find that motherfucker and I. Will <laughs> Listen, it's fine. You don't need to make empty threats because in the day, no, I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> we're, we're, we're winning. I was just anyway. trying to sell a negotiation. But well, they're probably not lesser. No, they're probably from Texas. What makes you think they're from Texas? We've, right, had, you Texas know, we've had so many orders from Texas, by the that's way. What I, that's why I said Shut. Texas. It's always on my mind. There's fans in Texas, and then there's the homophobic, old-fashioned, 
But you get those everywhere. Get those everywhere. It could be fucking Sally down the road. Could be Sally down the road. Could be Christina next door. It could be Crystal Meth. You don't know what I want. <laughs> Crystal Meth ordered it. But like, yeah. Um. So anyway, guys, that's basically what we've been doing. We've been making a new game. It's actually a sex game. Mm-hmm. It's called Heat for the Sheets. Oh, it's spicy. It's, oh, it's double spicy. the cards, 400 cards. Just like to say, everything that's in the pack of cards has been tested, tried and tested, experimented with. By yours truly. Yours truly, mummy and mummy, and it works. Thanks for that, mummy. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so... We're changing the sheets every night because we're playing Heat for the Sheets. If you like <gasps> the sound of the game, by the way... Um, Head over to Negotiation Time on Instagram. We might have some. We don't know if we're restocking for sure, but we might have some mm. left in stock. So if you want to play, go get it. Go cop one. Go cop one. And maybe by the time you listen to this podcast, Heat for the Sheets and a bunch of other things might be available on Negotiation Time. Yeah. But just so you know, guys, we've got our own website coming called Mummy or Mummy. It's in it's under construction. Yep. Where we're going to be selling. Mummy We're going to be selling lesbian only products. Now, negotiation time is LGBTQ. Mummy mm-hmm. or Mummy will be strictly lesbian products. Ooh, we've, we've got some exciting We want to make so many things for you guys, and you're making it happen. So you keep supporting. And you know what? Even if you can't buy one, just a, just a follow and a like or a share as well. A share. Like, we love it. When we see it, we actually, we don't just, we don't disregard it. We, it makes us so happy. Yeah, we text each other like, oh my god, Crystal Meth just liked. Yeah. Uh, we don't do that. But like, <laughs> we do. You'll be like, look at the amount of likes, look at oh, the no. follows. Yeah, look yeah, at yeah. The yeah. Listeners. I'll, show, I'll update her with all that stuff, but yeah, don't worry, guys. We're not getting, we're not getting too hyped on you individually. <laughs> we're not stalking you. No, <laughs> 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 <We're> joking. Okay. <laughs> 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 Basically, yeah. we love you all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, I think we should wrap it up now. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.